Well, good morning. This is Christmas Eve and a chance to look at the scripture again for a moment. I'd like to read to you from Luke chapter 2, verse 1, that says, Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone was on his way to register at the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him, and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord suddenly stood by them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. This will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger, and suddenly there appeared from the angels, with the angels a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men, with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see this that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby, as he lay in the manger. Have you ever been at a birth? Technically I suppose we all have because we've all been born. I had a friend who told me that he could remember going down a long tunnel and emerging into the light which he always put down to birth. It was I don't know whether to believe that or not. Maybe he'd just been on the tube train too often when it came out into the open at Bounds Green. But I was thinking about those miners that were trapped recently uh, in India, they were building a road and they built a, a tunnel and it collapsed and they were trapped. And all the equipment that they brought in to rescue them didn't work. It just kept breaking. So in the end, they managed to shove um, a pipe right the way through to the people. And they managed to get into the pipe and they crawled along the pipe until they got safely out the other end. So it must have been a bit like a birth canal to them going through a birth process and I was thinking about the Chilean miners, you remember them? They were uh, trapped below ground and they drilled down and they lowered us like a cocoon down and brought them up one by one. For them it must have been uh, life from death. I've been fortunate enough to be at the birth of all my three children. Um, not everyone was pleased about the idea that I wanted to be there for our, our first son. Uh, in fact, they were a bit dismissive of it. But I was told in a book that I read about it, if you want to go in, just put on a white coat and go in. They'll be too busy to worry about you, so don't worry. And that's what I did. And everything was fine. But the birth of my second son was a totally different kettle of fish. Somehow, because of a mistake in the system, Barbara got missed out. And so when we went to the doctors when she was nearly due, the doctor asked about visits from the midwife and 
She said, I haven't had any. And so they looked up what had gone wrong and it transpired that the midwife was, you guessed it, on maternity leave. So we had an emergency midwife who turned up the morning that Barbara started to go into labour and she said, well, don't worry, this baby won't be here until well after lunch. Well, she was wrong. Middle of the morning, Barbara's contractions got going uh, a lot. And um, so I went to make a phone call for this midwife. So we didn't have a phone at home, so I went to the phone box up the road. When I phoned, they said, well, she's not here. She's out on her rounds still. Try the next number. So I phoned the next number. Same thing. And on and on until in the end, I had to phone up the emergency number for a midwife. Well, I then came back and found Barbara ready to push. And I said to her, oh, sweetheart, I think you should take your tights off first. Well, that's how my second son was almost born a bank robber. Um, fortunately, everything went well. The birth was straightforward and I was waiting for a midwife to come. I did all the right things, cleaned out the eyes and made sure he's, um, he was breathing okay. Everything was fine. And the, this midwife, emergency midwife, came, I can only say she came tumbling into the house with all her equipment. And she sat down and she said, I've got to have a cigarette because my nerves are shot. I said, you've got to have a cigarette for your nerves. What about me? Anyway, everything was fine. Simon was fine. But when Heather came along, our situation had preceded us and two midwives turned up. And they said to me when I got there, haven't you done it yet? We thought you would have done it. I have a certificate at home showing that I'm a qualified midwife. So if you need any help, just let me know. But birth is a wonderful thing, and especially the birth of the Son of God. No wonder the angel said, good news, a baby has been born, but not just any baby. I mean, every baby is special, let's face it. But this is the Son of God. And he'd been born into the world and started his journey with men. Emmanuel, God with us. You know, as soon as the first angel has said his piece, the other angels all, to my mind, burst into song, praising the Lord. And you just imagine that they were all waiting for him to finish so that they could start. It was very noisy. And each angel was trying to outdo the others in letting them know what a miracle it was. Peace and goodwill from God towards us. Is that how you see it? That God has peace and goodwill towards you? Have you ever thought why God chose the shepherds to tell? After all, they were really at the bottom of the food chain as far as men were concerned. They lived a nomadic life. They slept outside. They must have smelled of sheep always employed by someone else. They were expected to protect the flock, to find food and pasture for the flock, and not to lose any of them. But they had a great virtue, and that great virtue is they understood about birth. They helped deliver the lambs. They would release any lamb that was stuck during birth. They would feed any lamb that was motherless, put them in a family, and generally love and care for them. We actually had a couple in the church um, for some years who were shepherds in Australia 
and they would ride out on horseback and uh, look after the sheep for days on end. You'd, I doubt that you'd ever guess who the couple was, but if you'd like to know, come and see me and I'll tell you, and you'll be very surprised. But God knew that to tell the shepherds about a vulnerable baby lying in a manger would touch their hearts. As soon as the angel left, they looked at each other and they said, what are we waiting for? And the Bible says they hurried. This baby holds our destinies in his hands because he'll grow into manhood and he'll represent God the Father to us, teach us, show us and tell us what God requires of us all. And we rejected him and put him on a cross. You may say that if God had known what we were going to do to Jesus, he would never have sent his son, but the truth is that he did know. And yet he allowed him to be born a baby and start the same way we all do, because he took on the cross, our sin, and all that separates us from God. All that mankind had accumulated since Eden was laid upon Jesus. The baby came to do a man's work, Next time you look into a cot or into a pram at some little baby and say, oh, how wonderful. Remember that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And it started with a birth. Jesus talked about our needing to have a new birth, a new start. He called it being born again. In fact, he said, unless you experience this, you will never know or enter the kingdom of God. They're pretty strong words. And how do I enter into this new birth? Well, Jesus likened it to a time when the Israelites were dying from a plague in the middle of a desert. And God answered their prayer by their being told to look at an image that Moses had made and lifted up. And when they looked, they were healed. Jesus said, this is a picture of himself being lifted up on the cross. So whosoever looks to Jesus lifted up and believes and has faith will receive the promise of God for forgiveness and new life. Have you looked? Have you believed? Then call in his name and he'll heal you. The baby in the manger became the man on the cross for you. Put the baby who became a man, Jesus Christ, right in the middle of your Christmas. Let's put Christ back into Christmas. Amen.